Welcome to the Recharge Your Life podcast with me, Dr. Carrie Ulrich and Kelly Gunther. We are thrilled to talk to people who have made a decision that recharged their lives. Often they push themselves out of their comfort zones and took risks. We want to know about that decision point. Why did they make that decision? And most importantly, how can we learn from them? Kelly and I are passionate HR professionals, and together we co-founded our HR consulting firm, Abrachi Group. We have talked to amazing people throughout our careers and listened to them as they made decisions that changed their lives and knew that these inspirational stories would help others. And why did we call it Recharge? It's based on a book I co-authored called The Way of the HR Warrior, and in it, we have a leadership model, CHARGE, which stands for courage, humility, accuracy, resiliency, goal-oriented, and exemplary. We know that people used one or more of these qualities to help them make their decisions, and we want to learn from them. Now, sit back, listen, and be inspired by these stories, and then do something to recharge your life. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly. We're so thrilled to have Brad Carlson as our special guest. Brad is a certified health coach, spiritual practitioner, author, and speaker. He guides others on a journey of self-discovery into becoming fit, happy, and healthy based on what works for them and their own interpretations of being fit, happy, and healthy. He's also the creator of the Mind Strong Mindset Training and audio programs for developing the mindset you need to become a better version of yourself. He's coached hundreds of student-athletes and dozens of adult clients for greater health and happiness in their life. He's an avid outdoor trail and adventure runner. Ed is now applying his hand at stand-up paddleboarding. He holds a Bachelor of Science in Biology and a Master of Science in Environmental Science. He speaks three other languages besides English and has lived or traveled extensively in more than 12 countries. Brad, thank you so much for being a guest on our podcast. We always like to start our podcast by asking what you do when you want to expand your thinking. Well, hi, hi, Carrie and Kelly. Thank you so much for having me here. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, your question, what do I do to expand my thinking? I had to think about that for a second, and I want to be completely honest and transparent. Um, when I want to expand my thinking, my consciousness, I, I turn to my higher power, my my God or universe. I don't know how, how to say it. Uh, and I simply ask that question, what I'm challenged with in life now, and uh, kind of go from there and wait, wait until the answer is revealed. Mm. Hi, Brad. Thank you so much for joining us. I want, have you always had a spiritual practice? Is this kind of from childhood you've had it or... Did, did this kind of recently come come to be for you? You know, that's, that's interesting. Uh, for a very, very long time, I had no practice of any kind, spiritual or anything, no religion, no, no anything, no, no connection with God or anything. And then uh, long story short, I was coaching a uh, youth, youth uh, soccer team. And anyone that has ever coached youth sports before knows what a tumultuous environment that can be. And yes. how, <laughs> how uh, controversial an environment that can be and uh-huh. how um, stressful, I guess. So anyway, I was uh, relieved of my coaching duties, uh, putting it mildly, uh, from one team in particular. And so I picked up a book by uh, John Wooden, uh, 
he was the the basketball coach there at UCLA who won all those championships. Yes. But uh, he said something very interesting in his book. He says, if you want to be an effective mentor and role model and youth sports coach, you have to have a relationship with God. And that's what started my path down spirituality and all that. And then I, I don't know if you're familiar with the Conversations with God series, but that's had a huge impact on me as well. And that's that's the series of books I do turn to when I'm really struggling and trying to figure out what to do next or where to go or, or how to do it, anything like that. Wow. What have you, um, before we get to the bigger question, I just want to know, that's, I mean, that's really interesting that, that in that book, John Wooden said, you need to have this relationship with God. And it really spoke to you. What, what had, what's the difference you've seen in how you make decisions now or manage through some of these issues now that you have a better a, a relationship, I should say, a spiritual relationship? Uh, I make decisions from a place of love more than a place of fear. Mm. I make decisions based on the greater good versus my own ego. Uh, I focus, I'm more aware on the person I'm being and how I'm showing up uh, in life. And when you get to the next question, that, that'll be part of my answer too, is, is the big defining decision or, or moment. But uh, uh, and over the last couple of years, my, my relationship has deepened and my studies have deepened. And so now I often come from a place of just pure peace and contentment, knowing that everything is provided for, everything is taken care of, and that you know, life is perfect, just is happening, you know, just as it's supposed to be happening in the moment, shaping you into the person, shaping and molding you into the person that you're supposed to be. Mm. That is so, I just thought we could end right now with what you just said. That's so beautiful about making the decisions from a place of love and not from fear and ego. Um, I would assume, Brad, we could have a whole discussion about looking at people who are making decisions based on fear an ego, and that is usually not the best path. So yeah, I think look that's at the world today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just that is such a beautiful sentiment, and thank you for sharing that. And just that is, I almost think Kelly, that's like the the tagline for the for the podcast. Even if we haven't even asked the the bigger question, but it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful sentiment, and such a beautiful way to make decision. Kel's writing it down right now. I know Kelly, right? Agreed. And if we could all choose to live that way, wouldn't, uh, wouldn't it be a great place? Yes. Yes. So Brad, we need to follow your, your teaching. So I'm so glad you're here with us already, Brad, we're done. Just publish this six minutes in. Okay. Um, there you go. You can write that down. One of your, uh, words of wisdom or whatever. Ex I guess. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Brad. So now you already kind of teased us with, what is the decision that you made or was made for you that changed the trajectory of your life? And what are some of those charge qualities that maybe you used to help you make that decision? So the decision that I made, or I, I guess was made for me. So it, it's part of my story. And I think this is in the, the larger, bi my, my biography on my, my pod match page. But when I was in the middle of, of my divorce, I still remember it was February of 2013. I was sitting on my couch. It was just me uh, all alone in this big, big, really big house. 
And I was trying to get my, my dog to come over to me, my Cocker Spaniel, who, who was my best friend and was the only one I really had to rely on. And I was like, come here, boy, come here, boy. And he would not come over to me. He just looked at me like I'm a total loser. And he turned around and he went back to his bed. I still, to this day, this was, gosh, nine years ago, almost 10 years ago. And I still remember the look in his eye and I still remember him turning around, going back to his bed, which was right in front of the fireplace and, and laying down on it. And then him giving me this look, just like, you know, he knew something was up and something was wrong and he didn't want to have anything to do with me. And in that moment, I don't know how it happened, but that's when the decision happened. Um, I call it my second miracle when the bolt of lightning hit me. But in that moment, I realized that what we focus on, we become. And uh, who we choose to be, we have a choice in who we choose to be and how we show up. And from that moment forward, going forward in my life, up until that point, I had realized that, you know, for example, I had focused on not being a couch potato. Well, what was I being? A couch potato that was overweight and lethargic. I had focused, you know, on on not wanting to be grumpy, uptight, irritable husband and father. Well, what was I? I was a very grumpy, uptight, irritable husband and father. And so then I realized, okay, I have to focus on what I want to become and who I want to be. And that decision changed my life forever. And that's what I tell everybody, focus on what you want to become. And that's the very first part of any program I teach now is, okay, we've got to decide who is it you want to be? What does that higher version of you look like? You know, that's the vision. That's the point B, I call it. That's who, who you know, you're meant to be or who you want to be. And then the mind, so, you know, what part of recharge? I, I used a lot of, I used a lot of it, courage, humility, um, awareness and accuracy, and certainly goal-oriented. I set a lot of goals for myself after that that led to where I am today. Uh, but that, from that, and this is getting into your last question too, my, my take yeah. for everybody, but uh, uh, from that, that moment on, you know, I focused on three things in life is, you know, who are you? Who do you want to be? You know, focus on who you want to become. Have your mindset, focus on 100% on that. You know, always choose faith over fear. You know, always yeah. choose yeah. certainty over uncertainty. And so I started to do things from that. And then, and then the third part of that, my first miracle actually, which happened was when I understood my why, why am I on this journey? Why am I on this planet? Mm -hmm. And those three things, those are my three take home things. I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but uh, that was a decision when my dog wouldn't look at me that changed my life. It's just like the universe hit me over the head with a two by four to, you know, you get to decide who it is you wish to be and whatever you focus on is, is you become is, is what you become. So. Wow. Thank you, Brad. First of all, the most, I think the most condensed guests, like you just are like, let me lay it all out. So I appreciate it. And now I'm going to make you go backwards. <laughs> sure, no problem. Yeah. Let's dig in a little bit more. So let me, so you're on the couch and you said 2013, right? Is that what yeah. you said? Okay. February 2013. Yeah. Wow. And so the dog who is quote unquote man's best friend, the dog's like, nah, I'm not going to come over to you. Yep. And you, were you, before this happened, you were so focused on what, let me just make sure I get it right. You were so focused on what not to be like, yep. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to be this, that you eventually just became that. Is that correct? Yep. yep. Okay. 
So what, so take us back a little bit, like, were you getting accolades for not like what was kind of, um, fueling the, the not being a couch potato and being grumpy? Do you know what I mean? Even though you said you weren't going to be like, unpack that a little bit, like, how did it get to be that you did become it? What do you think? Because that's where I focused on. That's where my energy was going. Mm -hmm. I kept telling myself, you know, I don't want to be lazy. I don't want to be lethargic. And that's exactly what the mind focuses on you become. And so, like I said, I put all my focus on not being a couch potato, but it's like the mind. And I think there's some psychology studies on this too. The mind does not hear the word not. I don't want to become a couch potato. All the mind hears is I want to become a couch potato. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be grumpy, uptight, irritable. All the mind hears is I want to be uptight, grumpy, and irritable. And then it just, you know, it flipped on me. Well, what's the opposite of this? What is it that I really want to become? I want to be upbeat, optimistic, outgoing, energetic, you know, have more, more pep in my step and all of that. So it's, it's, it's a journey, but I've worked hard on, you know, transforming my, my thoughts, my beingness and and all of that. But it started from that moment. Yeah. Focus on what you want to become, not what you don't want to become. And most people are focused on what they don't want. The big one is fear. You know, they don't, they don't want to be in a situation where they can't, you know, provide for their family. Well, what happens? They get in a situation where they can't provide for their family. Most, most people focus on what can go wrong versus what can go right. Yes. No, you're, there is something. And I want to say it was, I don't know. I remember my husband talking about it from a neuro-linguistic programming research and that not piece. You're right. People don't hear that. So if, how can you flip that to say, just like you said, like I am going to be active versus I don't want to grow old and be a couch potato. And then what do you do? You grow and then you're a couch potato. So there is something very, there is some scientific evidence on that, the not, and even asking requests from people. Like if you, I remember this, um, what was it? It was like, if, if I don't want cheese on my hamburger and I'm like, this doesn't have cheese. Right. And, and people are like, yeah, yeah. Cause they kind of agree with it. And so you have to say it kind of the opposite way to kind of trick their brain. And like, this has cheese on it, right? And then if they say yes, you're like, no, no, but I didn't want cheese. Like you have to, because your brain's so used to kind of falling into that not space. Um, so that's really interesting. So now were, were other people before the dog, Brad, and what's your dog's name? Who gave you the feedback? Well, he, passed, he passed away, bless his heart, a couple of years ago, but his name was Lucky. Lucky. Oh my God. I love that. So it was lucky. So lucky's like, meh. So were there people before lucky Brad who were kind of telling you that you were grumpy and irritable and you just didn't hear them or it really was, oh my God, it's the dog who gave me the first bit of feedback. Uh, yeah. I I mean, that's why I'm divorced. I mean, if I knew what I knew now, I wouldn't be divorced, but yeah, Mm -hmm. a wife and a stepdaughter were telling me that all the time. And I just... Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. And I, I look back at some of my actions and I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that or said that or behaved that way. But like I yeah. said, that's a long time ago and I've worked hard to, to move on. From yeah. That. Yeah. So you heard that. Then the dog's kind of like the final straw. Lucky's like, we're, I, I get your vibe and I'm not liking it. So then you're like, I'm going to change. And so tell us a, a little bit about that journey of what's kind of the next step. So I think some people have that moment, like that lightning bolt moment that you're speaking of, Brad, where you're like, Oh my God, the dog doesn't even talk to me, but then it's very easy to say, well, okay, fine. 
and then kind of slip back. And so what did you do like within like a week, Brad, like take us through so our listeners can kind of follow your path. Like what happened after you realized that Lucky wasn't a big fan that day? There's most, most people want to focus on the tangible, the physical things they can do. Like, you know, yeah. in my world, health, health coaching, like the diet and exercise, that's a very tangible thing. You know, you can yeah. open up a recipe book and learn a recipe and you can go to the store and buy foods or you can go to a gym or go outside, do some sort of movement walking or training at the gym or something. Those are very tangible things, but 90, I'd say probably 98% of this journey is, uh, is on the intangibles. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is things like determination, perseverance, commitment, focus, um, uh, courage, like you you mentioned in in the recharge teaching. And most people are not aware of that. So to answer your question, I got, I don't know how I was able to do it, to be honest, but I got hyper determined. Like my determination to become a better version of me and to finally become healthy made all the difference in the world. And the biggest, the Biggest, this is what I tell everybody, the biggest decision you will ever make in your life, uh, even for you, Carrie and Kelly, where you are right now, is who do you want to be? And after that moment with your dog, I made this decision that I wanted to be healthy. And everything in my life from that point moving forward to this day focuses around that. Is this making me healthy or is it not making Mm. me healthy? And now I've learned to find balance in that over the years because I took a too, you know, too, too far extreme one way, you know, or the other. But um, yeah. everything revolves around that one question. Who are you? Who do I, you choose to be? And I don't care where you are. So like even me, it's, it's taken me 13 years to understand this. Who am I? Healthy part of me. But now that I've understand that and I, I quote unquote, have mastered it. And I'm at the effortless effort stage when it comes to healthy eating and exercise and all that stuff. I needed to raise the standard. So I spent the last three months literally racking my brain and going into meditation. Okay, I need to move the bar on my my new point B. What is that? And Mm -hmm. so finally, after some meditation, I was able to come up with my new point B uh, what that is and what that looks like. And it has to be something that really aligns with you too. You can choose a point B, but if it doesn't align with you, if it doesn't light your eyes up or your voice, then you you can tell it's you're, you're climbing the wrong ladder, so to speak. Yeah. What did, when you kind of, you know, who you want to become, how you said it was this, you know, you, you're still kind of working on it. It's always kind of this work in progress, but How did you, did you do a lot of meditation on figuring that out? Like how hard was that for you to say, okay, what do I want to become? And, and, and that, and then you said the healthy part and then kind of starting to execute on it. Well, here, here's the key. You don't figure it out. It's already Mm -hmm. figured out for you. You allow the answer to be revealed to you in time. So Mm -hmm. all you have to do this. So back to your first question, I just asked my higher power any question I want. Okay. Who am I? And I I try to figure out the answer and it it never works. It never works when I try to figure it out. But finally, about a week ago, I was just sitting on my couch, literally watching the Denver Broncos football game against the Seattle Seahawks. This is literally a week (laughs) ago. And it just came to me. And when it comes to you, like your heart chakra just opens up and the energy just flows, unlike anything that I can explain in words or, mm. or really, really that. So so ask that question, who am I? Who do I choose to be? And don't don't try to answer it. Don't figure it out. Just let, again, it's a higher power type thing. So let your higher yeah. power 
answer that for you because I guarantee your mind has a very narrow, limited range of thinking. You're you're able to think to the the nth degree, whereas the universe is able to think to the infinite degree. Mm-hmm. So so when I chose to be healthy, that just came to me. Like I was literally eating a spinach salad one day. You know, this was a few weeks after after the the incident with my dog. And it's yeah. like, oh my god, this is who I want to be. I want to be this healthy person, and everything mm-hmm. just focused around that. But again, once I you're always evolving in life. So once I yeah. got to that over the last thirteen years, I've had to regrow and and um, oh, what's the word reformat myself, I guess. Yeah. And so I started asking that question again over, like I said, the last two, three months is, is who am I? And I can tell when you try to answer that question, if it doesn't feel right, you feel like you're out of alignment. Things just don't yeah. work out how they're supposed to. So like I said, I was sitting on my couch last week and the answer just came to me that, and I'll tell you, so my next, my next point B, my next who I choose to be is a servant of God. And that's my um, mission in life moving forward is to serve God and, and however, whatever way that works. I kind of have a, some, some ideas of how that's going to play out yeah. based for me, but that that's what it's all about being a servant of God to, you know, serve humanity. And so it's not about, you know, some people get caught up in this idea of, you know, life is about more, uh, yeah. It is, but that's a different definition for everybody. And like I said, don't try to figure that out or answer it. Let let the universe answer that for you. And there's there's an infinite number of ways to you know be yourself and to serve humanity. Um, you two are doing it with this podcast right now. Um, so my life is to the point now. I don't. Okay, so here's I'll go deep here for a second. Yes. I don't I don't make a to do list at all anymore. My to-do list is based on, I, I wake up every morning and, and like, or before I go to bed, it's like, what's next, God? What's next? That's what I do. And like, God puts mm-hmm. it in my heart. that Oh, I got to write this paper. Oh, I got to call this company or, oh, I got to do this. And again, it's choosing faith over fear. I, sometimes it's like a scary roller coaster ride. It's like, God, what are you doing with me? Where are we going here? But again, yeah. that's where you learn to, I mean, trust, trust and faith, like, I mean, look who look who's look who's driving in the driver's seat, and there's never been a situation where it's not worked out. So that's why I really, very rarely worry about too much anymore. And uh-huh. admittedly, that's a little easier for me because it's just me, and I live a very, yeah. you know, minimalist, sustainable lifestyle. So it's I have very few bills, and my expenses yeah. are very minimal. So it's it's a little easier for me. But at the same time. I see so many people worry, you know, they always choose fear over faith. They go, mm-hmm. all these people, um, I should be careful with this part, but who, you know, speak the word of God and all that. And then as soon as something goes wrong, they, you know, they're hitting the fear gas pedal like crazy. Yes. Like, well, wait a second. Let's walk your talk here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Did I, I, Brad, I was just thinking when you said, I don't have a to-do list, I'm like, half the people just will stop and go, what? It was like the break, you know, the the car is going in reverse now. You're like, wait, what did he just say? He doesn't have a to-do list. <laughs> um, but I think what I, what I gathered from you, just that, that patience of the, it's a constant evolving and that patience of ask the question, because even in research in the scientific community, just asking the question changes the conversation. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the answer is. The fact that you've asked a question in the scientific community means you're changing the conversation and you're getting people to think a different way. And so I just, I really love how that patience um, 
And I know I need it. I know Kelly needs it. So I always appreciate, we always learn so much from our guests and just that patience in, do you really, and the question, Brad, so many of us may have a to-do list and, you know, like you might have a kid or a spouse or something like that. And there's some other stuff, but is it all necessary? Even asking that question, is it all necessary to do? Is it all necessary to do it immediately? And, and what kind of answers can you kind of wait on? Um, and that just constant evolution that you're talking about, Brad, and asking those questions of who do you want to be? And I love your plan B is you're like, I've learned, you're such a great example of what opening up yourself to a higher power and then wanting to help others do it. Um, it's just so beautiful. So thank you. I really appreciate it that you've shared your story. Yeah, it's an easier way. Let me give you a very quick example how this works yeah. in the real world. So yeah. I, I was, again, what's next, God? What's next? So literally mm-hmm. I wrote five health and wellness curriculums and, you know, anywhere from 100 to 150 pages, pretty extensive, you know, curriculums. And I, so I asked God, okay, what's next? And I went to my thinking mind. Okay, I've written all these curriculums. Okay, it makes sense to start, you know, selling and marketing these. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from a logical standpoint, again, God is illogical. The, the realm of the universe and higher power does not work from what we call common sense or, or logic. So that's why I try to even go beyond that. But in my logical brain, I'm thinking, okay, I need to start, you know, selling and marketing these to, you know, make some money and get some mm-hmm. income coming in and, and get these out to, to help more people. But I, I didn't, I didn't stick to that. So I, again, I'm asking the question, okay, what's next, God? What's next? And I'm coming, this is about, I don't know, two months ago. And I'm coming back from my morning run with, with my new rescue dog now. And I get about 50 yards from my, my minimalist trailer RV thing that I live in. And God literally, I mean, hit me over the head with a two, two by four. And, and the answer I got was put it all in a book. Mm. I had no, it was not on any goal, no vision board, no anything to write a book. And literally I went, I mean, it hit me. So, you know, when you get that clarity, it just, it hit so hard. It's just like, oh my God. So I spent the next week reformatting and taking all these curriculum and I had, and now I've got almost a 300 page book that's being reviewed right now, waiting to be published that I, I never in a million years thought I was going to write this book. But that's like I said, our, our logical mind has a very narrow limited uh, way of thinking and the universe has a much, an, an, an infinite way of thinking. I never in a million years would have thought to to write a second book. And like I said, it was not on any vision board. It was not on any goal, anything like that. It's just a turning, turning, turning everything over to a higher power and asking that question, what's next? Yeah. And I think too, Brad, you're so open because again, people might yeah. get hit by the lightning bolt and still, and then ignore it. And I think for you, it's such a beautiful story about just being open to these possibilities and not saying to yourself, well, I never thought I would do it. Therefore, I'm not going to do it to your original, right? I don't want to be grumpy and now I am. And it's like this beautiful thing. I know that Kelly and I, I never thought I'd start my own company. And now here we are. Never thought I'd have a podcast. Now here we are. And so that being open to possibilities and opportunities that present themselves um, it's just a beautiful lesson. So Brad, I know you, you gave us the, your kind of three actions, but I want to, because now we've heard so much more, can you just re-emphasize those, those three for our listeners? Cause it was asking who you are, but I just wanted you to put a fine point on them at the end. 
Yeah, absolutely. So have a vision for your life of who you want to become. That's the question. Who are you? Uh, ask that question and allow the answer to be revealed to you. The second part of that then is your mindset to focus on that aspect of who you want to become. Focus focus on yeah, who you want to become. Always choose faith over fear. Always choose trust over lack of trust. Always choose abundance mm-hmm. over scarcity uh, in terms of your mindset. And then the third one is just uh, understand your why. Why are you here? Why are you on this planet? That's and so I, beautiful. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brad. Just, that's a question. Again, don't try to answer these questions. Don't try to figure it out. It's already figured out for you. Just allow the answer to be revealed to you. And in time, it will be. That's where I, I know any question I ask will be, the answer will be revealed. It's just a matter of time. Sometimes it's right away. Sometimes it's a couple of days later. Sometimes it takes two or three months. You just yes. keep asking until the answer is revealed. Yes. I love that. And Kelly, I know... I'm getting a little itchy with my, I know we have to be more patient, Kelly. And we talk about this all the time. And I just, I love listening to Brad because I'm like, be more patient, Carrie, because answers do come. Sometimes you want it to come in a week, Brad, to your point, but then stuff just doesn't happen until it's ready. And Kelly and I say this a lot. So the logical brain knows that, but sometimes inside I'm impatient and I just want it to happen, but sometimes it just, it takes a while. So I don't know, Kel, um, what you, I, I don't, I could, I feel like I could read your mind, Kelly, on the patience one, but what are you thinking? <laughs> well, and we live in such an instant gratification society yes. too, where things yes. happen quickly and we have a high sense of urgency and it doesn't always, a lot of what you're speaking to Brad, it's so beautiful and it, it requires a lot of patience on our part to Carrie's point and your point as well. Um, and it requires a lot of, um, it, it requires an outside influence that isn't within our control. And so for those people like myself, I'll just candidly use myself, um, who struggle with relinquishing control, which is obviously nothing is really in our, in our control, but, um, who have a high sense of urgency and want, you know, have this sense of instant gratification, whatever, how would you approach someone who wants to follow your your lead and 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 employ your wisdom because it is just that it's wisdom how would you encourage them to take the first step be who you are and who you are and so i'll throw you two for a loop right now it's not patience you need at all it's love love is who you are love is who everyone is everybody on this planet is made up of this core energy called love. And our job is to share love. And when you share love and be love and our love, patience automatically happens, awareness, energy, all that automatically happens. So what I would tell anyone is just be who you are authentically and share that with the world. Mm. It's, it's, it's a lovely um, sentiment. I think too, one of the things that you, you remind us of is one of the core themes that comes from this podcast, which is self-awareness. And, um, I think you, you, um, I think, um, chief among them really personify what it means to be self-aware, probably almost on a daily basis, I would imagine, because you're having these conversations with yourself, I would say probably daily, right? Uh, so, most people write a to-do list. I focus on a to-be list. So I spend five minutes, roughly mm-hmm. 10 minutes every morning focusing on who I'm being and allow those feelings mm-hmm. inside of who I am, mostly joy and energy and peace. 
uh, to really resonate within me. And then everything else just kind of stems forward from that. Um, life's not about what we do. Life's about who we are. And everybody focuses on what, what we're doing. And they think the happiness comes from, from doing something. But trust me, it doesn't. I've, there isn't, I've pretty much done it all. I've traveled the world. I've done seminars. I've coached people. I've, I mean, you can't have more, a more incredible life than what I have. But for a good chunk of that, I was still miserable and unfulfilled because I thought my happiness was dependent on what I did. You know, even doing your passion, mm -hmm. if you think if I do my passion, I'll be happy. You know, that's like a drug. It'll last for only so long. And that could be, you know, a couple of weeks or months or years or something. But eventually that's going to wear out. Happiness is dependent on who you are being. And if I could tell everyone, everyone on this planet, I like to say this, here, here's a good closing thing. We all have the same purpose on this planet and that's to be who we are and who we are is this beacon of love. And so share your love with the world and how we share our love is different for everybody. Of course, like Carrie and Kelly, you're doing it with your business and your podcast. Some people do it as a lawyer. Some people do it as a teacher. Uh, some people do it as a military soldier. You know, they think that's, that's their way. Um, but be your true authentic self and share that with the world. And that's where happiness comes from. And that's where sustainable happiness and peace. You could probably hear it in my voice. I mean, I'm very, uh, very calm place in life right now. Like I said, always, always choose faith over fear. Always choose love over fear. Always choose knowing over, I'll even say hope. Don't hope something will happen. Know that it will happen. That's how the universe works. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I love the concept of the to be list. Uh, it, it's completely shifted my mindset for sure. Um, thank you so much, Brett. And I, just curious, at the top of our podcast, you had shared, uh, or I had shared um, in your as part of your bio that you speak three languages. What are the languages you speak? And was this part of your journey? Uh, yes, it was definitely all part of my journey. So I speak all, probably intermediate level now, but German, Filipino, Tagalog, and Japanese. And then I can uh, mm -hmm. I can fake my way through a couple other languages, uh, Thai, Norwegian, and Khmer Cambodian language. I can I know enough phrases and words to maybe get myself out of trouble. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Fascinating! Wow! Fascinating! I, I mean, yeah. just what a what a testimony to. From all the travel? Yeah, from all my travels, yeah. Fascinating. I mean, what a, what a testimony to the um, perseverance that you've had to, to change yourself from being the person who Lucky was looking at on the couch saying, what are you going to do with yourself? Like, I can't even. <laughs> to becoming the person you are today who is helping people change their lives and figure out who they want to be. Um, yeah. I can't imagine how fulfilling it is to help people see themselves on their journeys to becoming the individuals that they want to be going forward. Yeah, if I could, since I'm in the, the Bible belt here, I'll throw out this real quick. Everybody always says here, well, what would Jesus do? And I always say, it's not what Jesus would do. It's who Jesus was. Who would he be? Be who Jesus was. Mm -hmm. Jesus was a beacon of light for the world or a beacon of love for the world, a light of love for the world. Be like Jesus. Don't do like Jesus. Be like mm -hmm. Jesus. Everything Jesus did emanated from a place of love, not fear. So be be the change, be the source, be who you are, which is a beacon of love for the world. Thank you so much, Brad. We so appreciate you sharing your story with us and being so vulnerable. Um, I think that's one of the most powerful um, 
powerful reasons why we do this podcast. And so your story is just one of the many reasons why we love what we do. And so thank you for um, having the courage to, to share your story. Um, I know it's been a beacon of inspiration for myself, um, and I know it will be for others. So we encourage everyone to connect with Brad. We'll include all of Brad's contact information, um, all of his um, uh, Instagram, YouTube channel, podcast information um, on our show notes. So please make sure that you check out those show notes in our episode for more information. Thank you again, Brad, for joining our podcast and for sharing your, your lovely story with us today. We're very grateful for you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both very much for having me. This has been a blast and a, and a pleasure and an honor to be here today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Recharge Your Life podcast. Please sign up for our newsletter at abracigroup.com and follow us on social media. You can find us on LinkedIn at Abrachi Group, Instagram at Warriors of HR, and Twitter at Warriors underscore HR. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and please tell a friend. And be sure to drop us a note on how you are recharging your life. We can't wait to hear from you.